0: Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk off Episode 5. I'm your favorite host, Bach, alongside here with a guest speaker who's been here before. You're probably tired of hearing him, but you know what? he's back and we're going to do another long one today. Rush Williams. Rush, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Good. So if you remember, I think on February 27th, so it's been a while since we've had our latest episode, we did salary cap review nfl free agency preview which i would say was definitely our longest one we got a lot done in that for sure um i think we were really correct on all of our decisions we made or i made for sure for salary cap ian white did a great job obviously per usual so that was a really good one um probably honestly not any reason to listen to that one now it's kind of out but um before we dive in uh please make sure to follow our instagram at box fancy talk and per usual we're doing a Twitter now. Um, I don't think I'm going to use Twitter that, much, that many tweets until probably the draft, until the actual season starts, but if you want to follow the Twitter at Fantasy talk, uh that would not hurt to do. Um, so what this episode is today is it's going to be free agency review. As the time we're recording, it's exactly 6.30, March 19th, which is a Sunday. Uh, the most recent big transaction was the Brandon Cooks trade and the Lurmy Tunsil extension, which we'll definitely talk about. Um, But this is just going to be kind of reviewing free agency. There's a lot of guys still on the market, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Bobby Wagner, Odell. I'm tired of talking about Odell, but there's a lot of guys left. And what we're going to start off with is we're going to start off with we're going to go from free agency and we're just going to go to the bottom of this ESPN website, the live tracker, and we're just going to work our way up to the top. So it's going to be a lot. We're going to go through every move because we really haven't seen any of these in a while. But and then we're going to do the draft after that but the draft's just going to kind of be like what we think is going to happen we're definitely going to talk about that trade with the panthers and the bears um but rush anything you would like to say before we dive into it i think you covered it yeah all right websites we're going to be using today is espn like we just said over the cap uh that was basically our whole episode of last time by jason Fitzgerald, and then um Pro Football Focus, so that's where we're getting all our stuff today. I haven't done much research on the draft, I've been more interested in free agency, I've been following a lot more on Twitter recently, um, trying to get my knowledge, I've been listening to some podcasts, I'll say those, I listen to the New Heights, that's the Kelsey Brothers, uh, Over the Cap by Jason Fitzgerald, obviously my favorite, and the Pro Football Focus, I will say Pro Football Focus has a lot of stuff I disagree with, but they also have a lot of good stuff, and uh, with that, let's dive into it. Uh, Rush, you know the deal, right? Mm-hmm. First, there we go. Commanders release Carson Wentz, no surprise. Already said that. Falcons release Mariota, no surprise. Bucks plan to release Sondert Fournette. He asked to get released. Um, again, he was a key contributor in their Super Bowl victory. Uh, saved some cap, but a lot of dead money. Uh, Rush, anything you want to mention on that? Because I know you are a Bucks fan.
1: Um, you know, at first when I saw it, I was a little disappointed. Because uh, watching him in the last few years, I've kind of been excited about him as a player. But he had a rough year this year. A lot of that was uh, offensive line issues. But I think Rashad White is maybe not quite as good, but uh, in a couple years he can definitely develop to be somebody who's just as good as Lenny. I think the future is so bright at the running back position for the Bucks. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Um, Bengals, T. Higgins is not going anywhere. Uh, Keenan Allen isn't going anywhere. That's what they say, but we'll see. Jaguars use the franchise tag on Evan Ingram. Eleven million is basically what Darren Waller is making. I will say Evan Ingram and Darren Waller are really good comparison, really equal players. I like the franchise tag on that. I wish they could come to a deal. Um, I think the tight end market's really low right now. Um, I think it's a good deal though for the Jaguars. I think it's good fit for both guys. I think Ingram will end up getting an extension for any team in the future. Raiders use the franchise tag on Josh Jacobs. Not a surprise. I think. Las Vegas isn't a really bad spot. Um, we'll get into the Jimmy Garoppolo signing. I don't think that's a bad signing. I think the franchise tag, though, is definitely the right thing for running backs. And I think also running backs have started to learn in this league that you got to play under the franchise tag because, one, it's a lot of money, actually $11 is a lot. And guys aren't getting paid much. I mean, Miles Sanders actually got $25 million. I don't think it's a good deal. But these running backs don't get paid. Teams have started to realize you can just draft your favorite running back in the third round top of the third round, and get a really good guy for the next four years, and you're not paying him over a million dollars, uh, I think teams realize that. I think Bijan Robinson will go in the first round. I think he's really good, but I just think positional value is definitely not there. I think a safety positional value isn't there, I, but I think also safety is definitely a huge part. I like the Jesse Bates sign, again, we'll give him that, but I think I think running back's probably the least, most replaceable position, as Thomas Russell would say, in the NFL, uh, Vikings release Eric Kendricks. He ended up signing with the Chargers. Rams released Leonard Ford. He, Floyd, he's still out. Saints signed Derek Carr to a four-year deal. Well, let's look at this contract because everyone keeps saying, how can the Saints keep affording all these guys? Well, when Derek Carr's cap hit is $7 million, and they're already adding void years to his deal. If you didn't listen to our last episode, basically a void year is a way to save cap. His cap in the next three years is 35 million, 45 million, and 55 million. So they're gonna be struggling. You can cut him in 2026 and save 44 million. I don't think Derek Carr is that good of a guy to be getting that much money. I think Vegas did a good job in releasing him. I just think you're replacing mediocre with mediocre. I think he's definitely probably the best quarterback in the NFC South, but I don't really think he's worth that much money. Uh, Rush, anything you'd like to say on the Derek
1: Carr situation? No, I agree. I think it was a good thing to do on the Raiders' part to get rid of him when they did. Yeah, so not all that money's guaranteed, which is good.
0: Um, And I'm not saying this because I'm a Falcons fan. I just think from a contract perspective, you're going to be in mediocrity. Obviously, if he can't do that well with Devontae Adams as wide receiver one and Josh Jacobs as running back, I don't know how well he's going to do in New Orleans. I think they lost a lot of pieces on defense, which is going to hurt. And they're still paying guys. They're the they're already 46 million dollars under the cap next year, so they're just pushing money back. And it's it's getting them this year, and it's going to get them in the next few years because they just keep pushing it back. Uh, Tony Power got franchise tag, no surprise. Um, he's a he's definitely got to watch out for in fantasy this year. Yeah, we'll talk. Actually, we'll talk about fantasy implications as well. Definitely top Easily top 24 top. pick top 24. Uh, top 10 running back, for sure. For running back, 10. for sure, yeah. And definitely maybe arguably top 5, but just depending on his injury, you got to see how he goes in camp. Should be back. Uh, let's see, you expect to be 100% before training camp. So yeah, I'm picking him in the second round with confidence as well. I think it's a really good team. Um, Calvin really get reinstated. Let's see. Chiefs release Frank Clark. I think that was a good move on their behalf. He hasn't been signed as of right now, but I think he will get a nice little deal. But also, I think he was playing next to Chris Jones, who is his PFF's second-highest-rated player. So that definitely helps when pass rushing. But he is he is pretty good player, for sure. I hope he does come to Atlanta. Seahawks get a deal with Geno. Three years, $105 million. $52 million in the first year. But this is a great deal for both sides. I think the thing when developing quarterback market is the quarterback market's really messed up. Uh, But I think this is a great deal for the Seahawks. I think Geno definitely earned it. I think fantasy-wise, it's going to be the same. He's definitely a top-12 quarterback. He's got great receivers in Lockett and and Metcalf. And he's got a good running back in Kenneth Walker. And they got high picks, so maybe they could go offensive line. I doubt they do, but the O-line's pretty solid. Uh, I like what they're doing in Seattle. They got a lot of picks, a lot of capital from that Russell Wilson trade. And they're going to be good. I think they're going to be good this year. Falcons bring back edge rusher Lorenzo Carter on a two-year, nine million dollar deal. I definitely like that. Pretty cheap. Uh, don't think it's the hometown discount. Hometown discount, but he um, he's good to have back. He's a good guy. Start solid starting linebacker. Uh, Bucks released Donovan Smith. Uh, they saved eight million against his cap. Last year was probably his worst year. I just think it was a move of saving cap. I think the Bucks they won a Super Bowl and that's what matters. Uh, for sure I will always give up a Super Bowl to push up mu- push money back. But they can still win the NFC South. Not as good as they are, but I rush anything you want to say on this as a Bucks fan.
1: Um yeah, Donovan Smith kind of hurts. He's been there for a while, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I think you're just going to see the Bucks kind of rebuild in the next couple years. Hopefully they'll get back to somewhere near where they were, but could be back to the the old Bucks life that we uh, that we all know and love. So yeah, well at least we we'll have fun when we we'll go to the Bucks Falcons game.
0: Yeah, Ravens place non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson thirty-two point forty-one million dollar non-exclusive franchise tag. You're probably wondering why did they not put the exclusive franchise tag on him, which is thirteen million more. I think the Ravens want Lamar to test free agency and see that he is not getting screwed by them. He doesn't have an agent. He got offered. Three years, $133 million, which is $44.3 million per year, which is such a good deal. I don't know why he would not take it. He's not getting screwed. Don't let the media give you that. Also, I don't think anybody wants to take his contract and two first-round picks for him. I think if you're going to see a team, I think it's going to be closer to the draft. I think if any team, it was going to be Washington, who probably does it. But I think Lamar is definitely top-eight quarterback in the league, really good player and basically the difference between the non-exclusive and exclusive franchise tag is one the non-exclusive is clu- it not non-exclusive non-exclusive is less money and he can negotiate with other teams so i think that's a really smart move on the ravens part and i like what they're doing the falcons came out and said they will not pursue lamar jackson here's my opinion on this i think Obviously, Lamar Jackson's a really, really good player, and he will put you as probably the best quarterback in the NFC, maybe behind Jalen Hurts, but my thing is if you sign Lamar Jackson, one, you're not getting your picks, and two, you're not going to go sign Jesse Bates. You're not going to go re-sign Caleb McGarry. You're not going to go trade for Johnny Smith. You're not going to get these guys if you get Lamar Jackson. So, I I agree with it. I can see if you want Lamar Jackson. Yes, he's a really good player, but for the capital, it's just not worth it. You know what? Desmond Ritter, we'll go see what he can do. Giants reach a deal with Daniel Jones and tag Saquon Barkley. I think, honestly, I would pick Tony Pollard over Saquon Barkley in fantasy next year. I think Daniel Jones is definitely a top 12 fantasy quarterback with rushing upside, and he just got Darren Waller. So actually, I'll put him in my top 10. Uh, We'll come out with those ratings, quarterback rankings, definitely in the summer. But I like this deal for both Saquon and Daniel Jones. I think $40 million is a lot, but it's what the market's asking. I think Daniel Jones is better than Derek Carr, and they just got a weapon for him. They have some cap space, and they got a good defense. And the NFC is so weak, they can probably put it together and definitely make the playoffs this year and could potentially make a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Dolphins will not pursue Lamar Jackson. Uh, they took to his fifth-year option, which I like. Let's see, Jags cut Shaquille Griffin, I said that, Uh, Cardinals release chosen Robbie Anderson, which I also agreed with, and let's see, Jets release Braxton Barrios, he ended up signing with the Dolphins, I also said that, saved five million against the cap, and let's see what's next, scrolling, Titans playing to release Bud Dupree, he'll go to a very nice team, on a pretty nice move, I think I also said that. In the, um, in the last podcast. Vikings release Adam Thielen. He did visit with the Panthers this week. Obviously, I don't think it went too well because they didn't sign him usually if you go visit, and you don't sign. He's probably just weighing his options. He probably wants he does want to go to a contender. I don't think Carolina's a contender, but I do think Carolina is actually doing something nice down there, I will admit that. But uh, Fantasy Impact, it will definitely hurt Kirk Cousins, but I mean, Justin Jefferson is probably the first pick Next year. You want to go into that debate right now? Um, I think between Justin Jefferson
1: and CMC, it's definitely a good argument. I think there's so many guys you could put at one. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey's definitely up there. Jay uh, Jett is obviously. I mean, it could be anyone. I think we'll cross that bridge when we come to it later, later down the road. Yeah. Uh, closer to the season. So,
0: mm-hmm. Dolphins pick up uh, Tua's fifth-year option. I think Ian and Ian White and I had a disagreement in the most or the previous episode. I like this move. That showing Tua's their quarterback. Twenty-three point four million dollars is pretty cheap, and I like that move. I think Miami's an absolute phenomenal team. They they're definitely Super Bowl contenders now. Made some nice nice moves. Uh, Broncos released Chase Edmonds. Not a surprise whatsoever bears trade the first pick to Carolina. so before you come out and say that this is a fleece if you can go up to number one and pick the quarterback you want who is a franchise quarterback it is not the worst trade in the world you save some money with dj moore obviously your first round picks next year is probably going to be in the top 16 right you lose your third round pick which you traded for cmc or late, or excuse me, second round pick you traded for CMC this year. Obviously, you have to give up your first and next year's first, and you gave up your star receiver. Yeah, who's CJ Stroud? I think that's who goes first, actually. Spoiler. Who does CJ Stroud throw to? Well, you know what? That's kind of tough, but that's the price for the first pick nowadays. It's the guy you want. It's the guy you believe is going to lead your franchise for the next 10 years, so I'm not opposed to it, right? I think Chicago, they did kind of fall out of the range, where they're not going to get a good defender. And that's why the Panthers had to give up so much as if they were if they were at 6, or they're at 7, where the Bears can at this point get Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson. Instead, they're at 9, and they're kind of waiting for someone to fall to them that they like. But uh, you can't grade this trade yet, obviously, because it hasn't been done yet. You can't see. you got to wait about
1: 2 or 3 yeah, years. Yeah, it, it all depends on who they think and how he does. So, yeah. look back. Rush, you want to comment on that? Um, all I have to say is I would disagree. I think Bryce Young goes first overall. But, I mean, I think it could definitely be either one. So, it'll be interesting to see. The draft's going to be really, really good this year.
0: Yeah. Actually, I'm going to pull up a draft pick value chart, which is determined to... Rush, um, just look up draft pick value chart. Just determined to show picks. So, um, So, the... I'm gonna post this on the Instagram so you can follow along, but Carolina, the first pick is worth 3,000 points. The ninth pick is worth 1,350 points. So, basically, this is what teams go off of, and it's actually a fair trade. If you look at the draft pick chart, next year it could just depend on how much how high the Panthers first-round pick is, but this is what NFL teams use, and I don't think that the Panthers got extremely scammed, but the draft pick value chart definitely, definitely makes more sense if you think about it. Rush, anything you'd like to say on that before we move? No, I think you covered it. Got it. Texans signed wide receiver Robert Woods to a two-year contract, 10 million guaranteed. I think Woods was kind of just chasing the money here, but I think it's a solid thing for Houston. Bringing a veteran wide receiver, I believe John Mechie should be back. What did he get? He had the leukemia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he should be back. So if Bryce Young does end up falling to the Texans, then he's united at the receiver, and there's a veteran guy in there, which is not the worst thing. And Woods wants to be there because he signed there. So it's not the worst thing in the world. I think Houston's definitely trending in the right direction. Bill's Extend Matt Milano, really good deal. Um, He's a really, really nice player. I believe he, yeah, he was an All-Pro this year. So two-year contract extension, which saves some cap for them. So I like that move for the Bills. Dolphins trade for Jalen Ramsey. And before you say, oh, the Rams got scammed. No, they didn't. They got rid of his contract. They're not contending, even though they honestly should be contending because the NFC is so weak. But they traded Jalen Ramsey to Miami for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Uh, I think that's good. I think Miami is definitely going to be in salary cap hell in a couple years. But it's the price you got to pay if you want to win now. And that roster is built to win now. They got a really good coach down there. And they almost beat the Bills with Tay Thompson. So imagine what, or Skyler Thompson. So imagine what you can do with Tua as your quarterback fully healthy. Uh, Rush, anything you want to say?
1: I mean, as a Florida State fan who watched Jalen Ramsey play in college, I mean, this guy's a freak. So for the Dolphins, I think this is the right move. and for Jalen, also, I think this is the right move because the Rams were doing anything. So I think all around, it kind of helps everybody. Yeah, it's a good. I think it's good for all three sides. Darren Payne gets a
0: four-year, ninety million dollar extension, it, taking the franchise tag away. Sixty million guaranteed. This reset the defensive tackle market. That's over twenty-two and a half million dollars per year, which is a lot, right? So let's look at his breakdown but I thought the Falcons were gonna go after Darren Payne earlier in free agency but they couldn't right they really couldn't just because he got franchise tagged and I like how they made a deal to lock up their guy who had a really nice season and you but you can't cut this guy now they're already adding void years his salary cap number in the next three years is 21 million 26 million and 28 million which is a lot of money for sure second uh highest defensive line contract besides Aaron Donald but if he's your guy go and get him he's a really good player he was probably top five in the free agency rankings on most people but I think it's a good deal for Washington their defensive line is very very good and then we're going to talk about a guy who got an extension that is in the interior offensive line and might as well hop in to Chris Lindstrom who got paid got paid a ton right right i saw that and i was happy with it because it's a good deal he was the highest graded pff player this year it was part of terry fontano's plan i like how they brought him back i really did because if you can get your offensive line the atlanta falcons offensive line is the best it has been ever since i can remember and since defensive lines are getting paid offensive interior offensive linemen are going to have to start getting paid with that too sure 21 million is a lot for a guard which you can almost say position value is pretty low but he's the best player in the league and it works for arthur smith this is almost showing to me that art this is a commitment that terry Fontenot and the atlanta falcons are making to keep arthur smith as their head coach because chris lindstorm is an elite player probably a top 10 player in this league if he didn't play a guard obviously that would be different but he is elite I like it. You keep them here. The salary cap is not that bad. You have a ton of money, so why not go out and spend it? The offensive line looks really good. Right now, they're bringing back four starters. I don't know who's going to play center for Matt Delman or Matt Hennessy, but I like where the Falcons are going in this. Rush, scroll down a little bit. We're going to be talking about the New Smith to Atlanta Falcons for a 2023 seventh-round pick. I like this trade for both sides. Patriots get rid of his contract. The Falcons can take on his contract. This cap number this year is 10 million, reuniting him with Arthur Smith. And before you say, why are the Falcons trading for a tight end? Well, it's more of a blocking tight end. I almost view Kyle Pitts and Drake London as wide receiver one, wide receiver two. We got a pretty deep tight end room uh, for sure. And if you watch Donu Smith's highlights for the Titans. I mean, he had like an 80-yard rushing touchdown, which is crazy. He's fast, he's elite. I don't think he was being used that well in New England. He got a really nice contract for them a couple years ago, but they also signed Hunter Henry as well. So I always thought that was really weird. They signed two tight ends in one market, but I think Jonu Smith definitely can be involved in the offense from a fantasy perspective. I'm probably just gonna leave Jonu Smith on the waiver wire, but I like this for Atlanta. I don't think it hurts Kyle Pitts' value whatsoever. Arthur Smith did coach Shawnu Smith in Atlanta. So I'm loving this for the Dirty Birds. Rush, anything you wanna say on that or no?
1: Um no, I mean uh he was a playmaker in New England. I think this is a good good sign by the Falcons. Yeah. So Falcons are gonna be in good shape this year, I think.
0: They will. They got and they we'll talk about more signings in the future. Bills restructure Naheem Hines contract, um I almost feel like he's only coming back because he had those two kick return touchdowns in week eighteen. I don't think they should have brought him back, but if that's what they think, um, why not? Austin Eckler rec- uh, requested permission to seek a trade. Um, if you don't know, Rush and I are probably the two biggest Austin Eckler fanboys in our fantasy league. Fantasy league, excuse me. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, this is what we have to talk about. If he does get traded, which I don't believe he does, I think the top place he could go is probably to hmm. i don't know where he really should go. honestly i think he should just uh stay in los angeles and i think since brandon staley actually started using him towards the end of the year he's still a top three pick for me right now in fantasy but i just don't like any destinations for him rush anything you want to comment on that
1: yeah i mean i would agree with you there i think he's doing perfectly fine where he is and i don't you know if it ain't broke don't fix it. I would be happy to draft him this year in fantasy, though. Yeah, Once for again, sure. So.
0: The Chargers are also Super Bowl contenders as well. A lot of Super Bowl contenders and the AFC. But if he, I don't think we can talk about where he's going to go until he actually goes somewhere. And honestly, right. I think at this point, all signs are pointing of Austin Eckler going back to Los Angeles. And $6.25 is a lot of money, too. So why not? Patriots agree to Jonathan Jones, $9.5 million for two years. I like that contract. Just I like him. Good player fits the system. Why not bring it back? Bears agree to terms with TJ Edwards. I like this more for the Eagles than the Bears because the Eagles lose him, And everyone's saying the Eagles are falling apart. Well, Bradbury's back, Slay's back, and you lose TJ Edwards, but you just plug Nekobe Dean right in there. You lose Javon Hargrave, and you just plug Jordan Davis right back in there. So the Eagles, actually, I think they're going to get better. than they, They're going to be the same team they are. So, they're probably the favorites to win the NFC. Maybe the 49ers, you can argue. But I think TJ Edwards, I don't like paying linebackers. Um, here's why I think linebacker positional value is really low. Um, and they also signed Tremaine Edmonds, which doesn't make sense. But if I can get 85% of Roquan Smith and Rashawn Evans on the veteran minimum, I'll take it. Right? Linebacker is not the biggest need, unless he's a pass rushing linebacker. So you know, congrats to T.J. Edwards. I think the Bears just spent money, just to spent money, and I also think it was one of those deals where I'm gonna pay you to come to Chicago. You don't want to be here, but I'm gonna give you that nice paycheck, and you're gonna have 26 million reasons you want to come to Chicago. Ravens release Calais Campbell. I think that was more of a um, I think it was more of a salary cap reason than. Um, Than actually releasing him. I think he probably could come back, but he is a big name right now on the market. Uh, Broncos signed Ben Powers from Baltimore. I mean, I don't know what to say. I really don't. Congrats, Broncos spent a lot of money on their O line, which is not a bad thing, right? Right. Eagles, uh, Jason Kelsey's returning. Not surprised, actually. Um, Good thing to have him back. I really like Jason Kelsey, obviously. Falcons signed David Onyemata to a three-year deal. I almost think this contract is giving him a little bit more money to play here. Um, I'll pay you to come here. He he reunites with Ryan Nielsen, our new defensive coordinator. So, you know what? Somebody to pair against Grady Jarrett. Boosters the defensive line. And I like the Falcons spending money on defensive players. So, it's not the worst thing in the world. 49ers agreed agree to terms with J- Javon Hargrave, four years, $84 million deal. He is 30, which is kind of kind of old, uh, but he did post a career high sacks 11 last year, but he played on such a good defensive line. I don't really agree with this that much. And if you're going to sign Javon Hargrave, why didn't you just sign DeForest Buckingham a couple of years ago and trade him to the Colts and then pick Javon Kinlaw, who wasn't a good player. So This is what puzzles me more is what I just said, how they didn't pay him or pay Buckner. Um, I don't don't like this deal that much. I think it's a lot of money, and I think that's why the Falcons wanted to sign David Onyemata because it's a cheaper deal, and the defensive tackle market's really inflated right now. Uh, Mike McKinley signed with the Denver Broncos. It's a right tackle. I mean, I think it's a lot of money for a right tackle, but I think Sean Payton's under the same mentality with the general manager that... We're going to just pay these guys and push money back like I did for the Saints. Like, let's go win now. This team is – what the Broncos are telling the league is that they are ready. They want to win now. They want to go out there and win. And I like that, but I don't like how you're not going to pay your receivers and and you're going to trade them, which I don't agree with. But uh, Cortland Sutton seems very unhappy. So I like the move, though, but I think it's a lot of money for a right tackle. Uh, I'm just going to say Falcons bring back Bradley Pinion just because I'm a Falcons fan. I think it's a lot of money. Three years, 8.65 million for a punter. You don't even want your punter on the field, so I don't know why we're really doing that. Uh, Raiders agreeing to terms with Jimmy Garoppolo. Rush. We're gonna have to get your input on this for sure. Three-year deal, 67.5 million, 34 million guaranteed. I like this better than Garopp or David Carr or Derek Carr. I like this better than Derek Carr. Uh, I think Garoppolo and Derek Carr are the same players. I think Devonte Adams, from a fantasy perspective, is quarterback proof. So I think he's still going to be a first round pick. I'm not taking Jimmy Garoppolo on my team. He reunites with Josh McDonald's, but I don't think I think this is almost the Raiders saying they're not going to pick a quarterback now. Because I don't think you want a quarterback sitting on the bench for two years, one or two years. Um, I don't think this makes the Raiders any better. I still think their defense stinks, and they didn't upgrade. It was more just Jimmy Garoppolo. Leaving San Francisco.
1: Rush, anything you want to say on this? Uh, I think if anything from a fantasy perspective, this uh, raises Josh Jacobs' um, value. Um, Just because Garoppolo kind of has a history of just kind of being a handoff quarterback. Um, You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I feel like that's kind of the case. I think he's a good system quarterback. Right. Um, But I think as a whole, it kind of will make the Raiders a little bit better as a team. And, you know, he's kind of a better guy. So I mean, we'll see how it plays out during the season, but I think I think this is a good signing. For yeah, the
0: Raiders. Mike White signs a two-year deal with up to sixteen million, which is good. He's a good backup for Tua because obviously Tua has some health problems right now, but hopefully he gets better. Chiefs signed Jawan Taylor, eighty-year million, four-year eighty-million-dollar deal and sixty million guaranteed. That's a lot, um, but they did offer Orlando Brown more. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't know who Jawan Taylor was before this deal. I think the surprising thing is is Chiefs wide receivers are calling Mahomes and asking him to come play for them. People want to play for the Chiefs. So it almost seems like an overpay just in the fact that guys will come to the Chiefs because they want to win a ring and they want to revive their careers there. So... I just feel like it was an overpay just because guys want to play for Kansas City, so it's just confusing to me. Um, Von Bell signs with the Panthers. Kind of surprising he left, but fine with it. Bears signed Tremaine Edwins. Again, I think this is a huge overpay. For an inside linebacker, again, they just have money to spend, but I don't think he's worth that at that point. Just pay Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith smiles better than Tremaine Edwards, Edmonds. Really, no point in that. Uh, let's see what else. Jesse Bates to sign with the Atlanta Falcons. Absolutely love that. Jesse Bates is probably one of my favorite non-Falcons players at that point, and now he signed with the Falcons. Really good. Help bolsters the secondary. Makes this team a lot better defensively, and. The defense is starting to get better. Maybe if you add a corner in the draft or add another corner in free agency, man, this team's going to compete and they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. I think the thing that is what the Falcons are doing is they are, while they're extending guys, they're also bringing in new guys, which is definitely going to help this team. Steelers reached a two-year deal with Patrick Peterson. Um, Pretty solid deal. Kind of surprised he went there. I actually thought he was going to come to Atlanta, but he's a good player. It's just Steelers haven't done much in free agency. Uh, Buccaneers re-signed Jamal Dean, four-year, $52 million. Everybody thought he was going to leave. I didn't think he was going to come back either, but they are pushing money back. But he is a good player. He was one of the top
1: free agent cornerbacks. Rush, anything you'd like to comment on that? Yeah, I think this is a, a really good uh, re-sign for the Bucs. Um, he's a very big part of the defense. So, I mean, I mean, I still don't really expect much from the Bucs this year, but I think this will help a little bit. Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: Niners reach deal with Sam Darnold. Definitely a good thing. Four point five million is not a lot. They lost Jimmy Garoppolo, and you don't know how good Brock Purdy and Trey Lance are going to be returning from injuries. So you know what? That's not the worst thing, right? Not the worst thing to have a backup. You got three solid quarterbacks. You don't know how any of them are going to be. So it's not the worst thing in the world. Matt Breida goes back. The Giants pretty solid. like that. Good, solid backup running back. Chargers sign Eric Kendricks, like I said earlier. Uh, Zach Allen of the Broncos, their defense is really good. It's a really, really good defense there. Um, I think they definitely can compete this year. I don't think they'll win the division. Obviously, I think the Chiefs will win it, no surprise. But they got to make the wild card, and they got to win now because you know they're paying all that money for Russell Wilson. Jameis Winston goes back to the Saints. He had to act like he was the main character with his full Instagram post. Jermonk Jones goes back to the Seahawks uh, for a three years, 50, or goes to the Seahawks, three years, 51 million. I think the defensive tackle market is so inflated. I don't think he's worth that much, but they kind of got some money to spend. And they lost Shelby Harris, I believe. So you got to fill that position because their defense isn't the greatest. Falcons agreed to deal with former Saints linebacker Caden Ellis. I didn't even know who he was before this. He had a cre- career year. Uh, and he only started 11 games and he put up really good numbers, but for a guy who only had one good year and he was in a contract year, I mean, not the greatest thing, but I think at that point you're kind of, for the Falcons, you kind of have to pay guys to come to Atlanta. Because if you had Lamar, though, that's an upside of having Lamar, is that I didn't mention, is people want to come play for Lamar. Last year when Deshaun Watson got traded to the Browns, a report came out saying that Leonard Fournette and Jarvis Landry were going to sign with the Falcons if he went to Atlanta. So I think guys want to come to Atlanta. They just don't have a reason. Uh, Marcus Davenport to the Vikings. That more just hurts the Saints, which I care about more. Uh, Let's see. Falcons signed Taylor Heineke. This is a good thing. He already came out and said in a tweet he will be the best backup he can be for Desmond Renner. I actually want this to be a quarterback competition. I would rather have Desmond Ritter start just because he probably has a higher ceiling. But Heineke is a fan favorite. He wants to be in Atlanta. He's from here. Uh, he smoked us the one time they came here, not uh, when we went to Washington, but when he came here. So he wants to be here. Really fan favorite. Uh, my uh, nana and papa, My grandparents. Uh, really love Taylor Heineke. They watched him in college. So uh, pretty exciting sign for uh, my family So I kind of enjoyed that, but it should be fun. I should be interested to see how that goes, but I think It's Desmond Ritter's job to lose Bucks trade Shaq Mason to the Texans uh, It's just flipping rate late round picks. I believe this is more of just The Bucks trying to get rid of his cap the Bucks are eating 74 million dollars in dead money A little bit over half of that is from the Tom Brady deal, or the void year, but I think Shaq Mason going there is pretty solid and pretty good guard, so he will help whatever quarterback gets picked to the Texans, we believe, and he only has one year left, so he was probably going to leave in free agency anyway. Uh, Jacoby Myers goes to the Raiders. I don't think there's much of a fantasy implication in that right rush. I mean, it's just basically a wide receiver, too. Probably yeah, a bench guy. He didn't really do much this year. I yeah. So. Maybe if you have Devontae Adams, um, you can take him. But I think the wide receiver market's really deflated, actually, right now. Um, for all the guys. Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson come back. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. I, I remember saying in the weeks that you don't know who to start. It's always just a coin flip. So I'm, if you're if you're picking one, you got to pick both. Um, so but from a fancy standpoint not too excited Michael Thomas goes back one-year deal to New Orleans. He'll probably get hurt week one and not play the rest of the year Giants trade Darren Waller to the Raiders trade Darren Waller to the Giants I think this is good for Darren Waller. I think he's happy to get out of there I don't think his teammates wanted him to leave his contract really wasn't that bad it's just a matter of can he stay on the field, but Jaron or Daniel Jones gets a really nice weapon in um, in Darren Waller. So I think that's a really good trade for both teams. Basically, they just swap Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller, which helps both guys, right? Helps both teams. Or it yeah. So I like that. I really like that. I think definitely he'll be a top five tight end. And again, tight end position so, so slim. Eagles add Rashad Penny if he can stay healthy, he's gonna be legit. Unless they draft a running back, if they draft Bijan Robinson, though, you gotta watch out. Gotta watch out for the Eagles for sure. But they, there's no way they draft a running back at 10, maybe at 31. But I really like this. If he can stay healthy, I'm probably fifth or sixth round pick just because of the running back market. Stephon Gilmore to the Colts, really good deal. Uh, for probably, definitely the Cowboys, uh, they're contenders. They can definitely win the Super Bowl. I think I told Rush and Beck that the other day, So they can. Cowboys are going could win the Super Bowl. They're legit. Uh, James Bradberry comes back to the Eagles. I think they're going to struggle and cap in a couple years, but they're going to be good right now. Andy Dalton signs with the Panthers, two-year, 10 million dollar deal. I mean, he's just going to be a veteran guy on the bench, just help help mentor, mentor the quarterback that comes in. Broncos agreed a two-year deal with uh, P. Ryan. Uh, not a big P. Ryan fan if you were a Joe Mixon owner because he would always end up getting that touchdown. But backup running back for Jamonte Williams, who would probably be a third-round pick fight I had to guess this year. Falcons re-signed Caleb McGarry. So I'm going to break this down right now. So what this signing means for the Falcons is that you are giving a two-year commitment to Arthur Smith because Caleb McGarry's passing grade was a 71 but his run block grade was 91 that's what Arthur Smith loves to do in running the ball so you're making a commitment to Arthur Smith and saying you got two years you got the O-line you want you got the offense you want it's just a matter of fixing up the defense and you're gonna go win the NFC South Uh, really team friendly deal that the franchise tag was 18 million dollars so you basically Saved a ton of money. It's a really team-friendly deal. Maybe he wanted to come back here, but a really team-friendly deal. I thought he was going to go somewhere like the Titans. But good to have him back. And the O-Line has three of the five guys returning, and these guys are going to be here for the next three years. Lions agreed to terms with Dave Montgomery. I really thought they were going to bring back Jamal Williams. But I think $11 is a lot for Dave Montgomery, but at least it's just $6 million per year. So he is going to be a really good running back room, but that definitely hurts both of their fantasy values. I'm probably staying away from both of those guys. Right, Rush? i agree with that. Yeah. Panthers sign Hayden Hurst. Uh, probably like a waiver wire top 12 type of tight end. I'm not going to go through every single signing. Buck signed Baker Mayfield. Rush, you definitely have to speak on this. Uh, One year contract up to $8.5 million. Um, he's just a bridge filler quarterback at this point. Um, I think he's not going to hurt Mike Evans' fantasy value, maybe Chris Gowan but he's got some weapons to throw to, so no excuses for him this year. This is definitely his last chance to be a starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I like this signing because I was not looking forward to watching Kyle Trask play all year. Um, I think this is a huge step-up from Kyle Trask, and you know I think this is the right signing. There's, you don't really want to pay a guy a ton of money. I don't really know what how much the contract is actually for, but I would guess that it wasn't for $8.5 That's not bad for a starting quarterback, um, especially a guy like, like, like Baker Mayfield. I think this is a good signing, and it'll be interesting to see what he can do and what you said probably his last chance. Yeah. Uh,
0: Rodgers is going to play for the Jets. Definitely helps Brees Hall. Definitely helps Garrett Wilson. And definitely helps Alan Lazard. But I'm not actually picking Rodgers as a fantasy quarterback. I'm just going to let him be on waiver wire. And maybe pick him up in a bye week. But uh, definitely helps the Jets. And definitely makes them legit. Jordan Poyer comes back to the Bills. Kind of surprised about that. But helps their defense for sure. Levante David back to the Bucks. Um, Juju to the Pats. I'm not picking Juju in fantasy. But a very solid weapon for the Patriots. Cowboys bring or release Ezekiel Elliott. I, I don't agree with this. And here's why. I think you're not saving that much money cutting Zeke and sure you want Pollard to be the main guy but I think Zeke and Dak were actually really close to each other and they really liked playing with each other that it's gonna hurt it's definitely gonna hurt them to leave but they save now that you look at it they save um 10 10 million in cap this year so probably a smart move but I think definitely Dak's gonna be hurt by that but he's still gonna play well but End of an era for them, unfortunately. Uh, Commander signed Jacoby Brissett, Pretty solid. Just a solid deal. Bursette, um can help Sam Howell if he's the starting quarterback. I think Ron Rivera made a really nice point um, when talking about Sam Howell in that a year before he went to the draft, he wasn't allowed to go, but he would have been a top five pick. So Sam Howell's a legit quarterback. Um, they got him for good value in the fifth round. So he could be a pretty solid quarterback in the NFL because that's what people had him for years. He just had a rough year. Um, I believe he played in North Carolina, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, so he, he just was, had that...
1: He was very good in North Carolina.
0: Yeah, so he just had that rough... Um, just had that one rough year, and I heard his, that's heard his value a lot. St. signed Jamal Williams, I mean, just a good culture guy, and uh, that's what the media says, so you got to believe what the media says, but just a good culture guy, and... We'll see if Alvin Kamara plays. Let's see if he gets suspended or not. Um, I'm staying away from Kamara and fantasy, though. That's for sure. I'm not touching him. Panthers sign Miles Sanders. I think I already touched on this, but I would rather just pick a guy or first pick in the third round instead of paying Miles Sanders all that money. Running back market is 100% deflated. Alexander Madison comes back. Just going to be a handcuff for Dalvin Cook. James James Robinson, the Pats. Um, Man, who cares? Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. Or the Bengals, excuse me, uh, took a lot, took a huge pay cut, massive pay cut to go play for the Bengals. I think his dad played for the Bengals, and he really wants to play left tackle, which doesn't make that much sense to me. But if you want to play it, go ahead. But I don't, I don't get that. I really don't. He hit thirty-one million dollars in the signing bonus, though. Uh, he also got offered six million for one hundred and thirty-nine, I think, from or something like 129, something like that, but he took turned down a master contract from the Chiefs. Bucks signed Chase Edmonds. Man, who cares? Dolphins signed Braxton Berrios. Yeah, uh, don't really want to talk about that. Uh, Giants re-signed Darius Slayton. Probably a wide receiver, too, or a second option. Could have a couple of good weeks. Maybe could be better with Daniel Jones, but he did turned down more money to go play for the Giants instead of coming to the Falcons, which would have been really nice to have. Colts agreed to Gardner Minshew. Um, I think they should be picking quarterback, but if they don't, not the worst end-of-the-market starter for him. Eagles signed Mariota, basically just Jalen Hurts' backup uh, for sure. And Patriots signed Gaseki. I think this is what the Pats honestly would have liked a couple years ago when they signed Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki, so nothing much. I, it's from a fantasy standpoint, not gonna do much. And um, that looks like all, all I got. All right, ooh, wait, hold on Oh yeah, this came out early this morning. Warmi Tunstall absolutely shattered the left tackle market. Three years, $75 million. I mean, if you're going to trade two first-round picks for him, might as well sign him again. Uh, $25 million a year. Massive extension. I like that for the Texans, for sure. You got money to spend. Why not spend it? Protect your franchise quarterback, whoever you pick in the draft. Uh, Cowboys trade for Brandon Cooks. From a fantasy standpoint, I don't think it helps or hurts Brandon Cooks. Um, I think it more, if anything, helps Dak Prescott. And I don't even think it hurts CeeDee Lamb, and I'm still picking C.D. Lamb mid to late second round. All right, Rush, let's talk about the NFL draft, and then we can get out of here and go watch this Marquette and Michigan State March Madness game. So I'm just kind of just going to simulate the first round and just see how kind of what kind of tell you what I'm thinking, right? So Carolina's on the clock. For some reason, there was a report that came out saying they wanted to trade down from this pick, but their new quarterback coach, Josh McCown, has raved about CJ Stroud. And I think CJ Stroud ends up going one to the Panthers. I just think that's what they need. Uh, they're obviously going to pick a quarterback because you don't give up that much value to pick a defensive player. You're picking a quarterback, so I think C.J. Stroud definitely the first guy off the board. Um, Texans at two, Rush. Let me know if you disagree with any of this, but you're going to take Bryce Young at two. Uh, yeah, if he's if he's there, he most likely I think will be there. Cardinals at three. You could trade down for a really quarterback needy team and get a first round pick from them next year, but if you're standing in the spot, I think your new head coach is a defensive minded head coach. So I think you just take the safest guy available and you go with Will Anderson Jr., right? Yeah. So the Colts hired the Eagles offensive coordinator. So I wasn't to come on here and say the Colts should pick Will Levis, right? But I think they should pick Anthony Richardson. They will pick Anthony Richardson due to the fact one he's so athletic and The Eagles coach just came from coaching Jalen Hurts, so why not match that ability with Anthony Richardson at four? So I think Anthony Richardson
1: goes to the Colts at four. I'm not a fan of Richardson personally. Uh, I've talked to a lot of Florida fans about this, and they don't like him either. Um, He's just not really – I don't think his arm's that good. Strength-wise it is, it's just the accuracy's not there. He's more of a running quarterback. Which, I mean, you have seen those guys play out well in, in the NFL, but I just don't think... I think three is way too early to take a guy like him. Four. Four. Whatever. Yeah. It's still too early. Way too early. What well, would you take Will, Will Levis over him? No, absolutely not. okay. I mean, Levis is, is even worse. So. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I think at that point, you're, you're never going to... You probably won't be that high again, so might as well take Anthony Richardson at four, right? I guess. Yeah. I guess. So... I kind of got in an argument with Georgia fans the other day about Jalen Carter, and here's my thing. Obviously, he's going through a lot, right? Unfortunately, stocks gonna drop a lot. Yeah, and and unfortunately, he he didn't finish his pro day, and he's nine pounds heavier than he was at the combine. So, I just think some teams are gonna be scared of him just because this first round pick. Obviously, he's a really talented, really good player, but I just think they're just gonna be scared of that. I think, which stinks because if he. If he was 100%, he would probably be the third pick, but it's just tough. So I think he does fall. I think a team, he'll definitely go in the top 10, we think, um, but it's still March 19th. We got a lot of time before the draft, but as of right now, he's probably gonna fall. Um, I think Seattle definitely goes pass rusher here. I think that's what they need. So I think they take Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. And the, here come the lines. I mean, you get... I just think this is where Jalen Carter goes. Um, I think you get, imagine Jalen Carter and Aiden Hutchinson next to each other. That's a really good team. Uh, Really good for the Lions. I like where they're going. So why not, right? Why not do that? Um, And especially with free agency right now where we're at on March 19th, that's what they're going to do. Vegas, man, I think they probably should have just waited and got their option of quarterbacks and just taken Will Levis. But that's not where they're going to do. I think they're going to go DB here uh in witherspoon very physical um i think he doesn't weigh that much let's see 92 pff grade this year though um really physical really fast pretty nice corner for sure so from illinois and i think i think he follows a seven um for the raiders which means levis is going to drop obviously in a real draft scenario Trades are going to happen. Maybe if the Falcons, someone calls and be like, hey, I want Lil' Levis. All right, come get him. But for this situation, I was going to say a week ago, take Peter Skronsky tackle from Northwestern, but I think here you just go corner unless you sign a guy in free agency and... People love Christian Gonzalez, had a better PFF grade than Joey Porter. I think his worst game was probably against Georgia, but I think that was Oregon's worst game as a whole team against them. But I think Christian Gonzalez goes uh, here to the Atlanta Falcons, even though edge rusher definitely would have been nice. I don't think Miles Murphy and Brian Brian Burst, is that how you say his name, from Clemson. They scare me just because if you have two really talented guys... Yeah, Breezy. If you have two really talented guys playing next to each other, that concerns me because they're definitely helping it out, taking some of the pressure, less double teams. So that's what's kind of scaring me um, about those guys. Uh, right here, Bears are on the clock, and I think Skronsky's is the best tackle in the draft. Um, he only allowed one sack at Northwestern, and Northwestern was 1-9, so they're always passing the ball. Um, very lengthy. I think he wants to go to his Chicago. His coach said... He wants to go there. His worst game is against Ohio State, but, I mean, hey, everyone's game is pro- worst game is probably against Ohio State, so I think Skoronski goes to the Bears at nine. Here come the Eagles. Um, they're not going to take a receiver. I don't know why PFF's, PFF is saying to take a receiver. Um, they really can probably just trade back here and get some more picks, but from where they are, their team is already so good. Who do you really take? Um, you are not taking a quarterback, but... I would say if you lose Bradbury and all these guys just go Joey Porter Jr we'll just pick a guy they'll definitely take Nolan Smith London Athletic why not uh, Titans are on the clock do they go Will Levis here
1: Um. yeah I guess I mean I guess he's probably the next best quarterback on the board still so, right
0: yeah, but instead they go tackle and they go Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Texans here at twelve, uh, JSN from Ohio State is probably who they will end up taking here for a new, nice receiver for Bryce Young. Jets are on the clock if they don't. If somehow the Aaron Rodgers thing does not fall through, um, I guess you take Will Levis. But I mean. I think you take a tackle. I and mean, then you take Broderick Jones. Help help out whatever quarterback's playing for them there. Pats are on the clock. I think if they don't get if they don't get DeAndre Hopkins, they pick Quentin Johnson out of TCU. Packers are on the clock. They are rolling with Jordan Love. And I think they pick um, what most people say is the best tight end in the draft and take Michael Meyer here. And here come the commanders. Do they take a quarterback at sixteen? And my answer is no. Uh, I just think But I will say Eric ben Ben who I don't think is the best coach, is going to want to build from scratch and do what he wants to do. So I would not be surprised if they took Levis here. But they actually will not. And I think they just take Joey Porter. Really good corner. Still available. Steelers take Oh, Adam Thielen. Well, I guess I'll take back my Adam Thielen going to Carolina. Adam Thielen goes to... Carolina on a three-year deal, so C.J. Stroud or whatever quarterback Carolina takes at one, is having a legit wide receiver, one, to throw to them, rush, and what do you think from a fantasy impact will or Adam Thielen will do in Carolina?
1: Um, I think he's going to be better than he was in Minnesota, to be honest with you. Because um, they got rid of D.J. Moore as well, didn't they? They did. So I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities to kind of shine this year. Uh, and now he's not trying to compete with just Jefferson which is obviously tough to compete with so I think he's definitely gonna gain some value from this for sure yeah so probably like a sixth or seventh round pick type
0: of guy right mm-hmm. I would think I mean pretty good upside right he had right. A really good he's really good in the red zone mm-hmm. that's for sure but might be a little touchdown dependent but um, good deal for both sides I think the Panthers actually can legit win the South believe it or not I made a $20 bet yesterday for $80 pool I took the Falcons. AJ Kurtz took the Panthers. Wesley Laborde took the Saints, and Afton Mosley took the Bucks. So we got, we all threw money down in the South. So either way, I'm gonna be making $60 this year on the Falcons. Um, Steelers come up at 17. The Guys, I'm not doing much research. I'm kind of just picking for fun. Uh, but hopefully, obviously, this mock draft will never be as good. It's like picking a bracket. Um, but I think they take Luke Van Ness from Iowa, pretty solid, pretty fun player. Lions are on the clock, and do they go Will Levis? No, I like Jared Goff. I think you got to keep paying him, playing him. Um, I think they go Miles Murphy from Clemson and pair him with Aiden Hutchinson. And I think actually, Rush, you're not going to like this, but I think if Will Levis somehow falls to 19 for the Buccaneers, they take Will Levis. And hear me out, and this is why. The Bucks are going to be a tough place salary cap. Their coach stinks. I don't know his name, but he stinks. Bulls. Bull stinks, yeah. So he gets fired, but they pick Will Levis because you don't have to pay them that much. So instead of paying Baker Mayfield eight or ten million, you're paying Will Levis a cheaper deal. And I, you know, what he, at this point, take a risk. It's pick 19, right?
1: I just don't think he's good at all. I don't think like statistically he's just like so average. I don't know why people are so high on him. He didn't really do anything at Kentucky. Um, I, would, I would be very disappointed if the Bucs took him. I'm going to be straight up. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see how that is. But Rush and I will have fun at the Bucks falcons game this year. Kalaj can't see. I don't know. PFS has him good, so I'll pick him for the Seahawks. Um, Chargers come up here. And I would not be surprised if the Chargers go Jordan Addison. Um, I think at some point they're going to be in a lot of cap trouble next year. They're going to have to get rid of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. So I would not be surprised if he goes. Now here I'm picking for the Baltimore Ravens at 22. And do we go Zay Flowers, wide receiver from um, Boston College? Or do we go Josh Downs, wide receiver from North Carolina? I think, again, the Ravens are going to pick a receiver. I think they go Josh Downs. But... They want to make Lamar come back, right? Who does not want Lamar on their team? So they bring Lamar back. I think Lamar's ideal spot is he's going to play in Baltimore. But Josh Downs. Wide receivers aren't that good in the draft this year. Who knows? Maybe we'll get there. But not. I'm not opposed to the Ravens taking a receiver. But hey, if they get a first round pick for a quarterback, they can just go trade up and get their guy. Uh, Vikings pick here at 23. Man, I don't even care. Dante Bakes. Uh, a Char- Jaguars pick. Take Brian Bees. And then, I mean, we're at the end of the draft. I will just say, I'm going to have... I think B. John Robinson goes to the Cowboys. That's what I'm going to end off with. Um, he goes to the Cowboys because when Jerry Jones is picking, he's not a good general manager. So what is he going to do? He's going to take the most flashy player. He's from Texas. He's going to want to get rid of Tony Pollard. And B. John Robinson will come. He'll back up for one year with Tony Pollard, even though I know you're paying Tony Pollard a lot of money. But then they'll come back next year, and the Cowboys are still going to be a pretty solid team. And they could win the NFC East. Do I think they do? Now yeah, we'll see. But as of right now, the Eagles are definitely the best team in the NFC. And I think BJ, B. John Robinson is going either to the Cowboys, the Bills, or the Eagles. That's going to end it with the draft preview. Um, nothing much. I probably might post the first 10 picks I have. Um, again, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, at Bach Fancy Talk, please do. One um, I have planned for the future, if you made it this far, I thank you for listening, is I'm going to do some... At this point, it's just more draft stuff and finishing free agency. But maybe an interview comes here. We're working on that right now. At this point, it looks like it's really going to happen. So that should be fun soon. Um, we're just going to wait till the draft. And from there, we're just going to start making up stuff to do. We'll figure stuff out. Uh, definitely in the summer, I'm planning on doing an episode every week, but as of right now, this should be, it was a really solid episode. I say it was pretty long. I think rush for coming out. Um, we had one free agency news break in the, uh, podcast, but other than that, that's all I got for right now. And, uh, Rush Williams, anything you would like to say before we head out? No. I think we covered a lot for sure. Awesome. Rush, thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. Again, please follow us on our Instagram. Help uh, you keep updated. And also the Twitter. Uh, looks like this episode either is at an hour or went over an hour. I thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.